0: Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio Oaklawn Arkansas's only racing casino resort now here's Justin Anchory and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network 10% luck, 20% skill 15 percent
1: concentrated need his name
0: up in life Halts pressure they drop it inbounds to smith smith picked up by tremont mark here we go 15 seconds smith into the front court dribbles out on the logo guarded by mark gillis pops out they lob it underneath for edie and the pass stolen by lawson four seconds, three seconds, Ellis, two seconds, to the rim, off the glass, no good, we're going to overtime. Ellis out front, had it knocked away, got it back, drives the paint to the rim, it's good, and one. How about that, El Ellis? Quick as a hiccup, the foul's on Lance Jones, and the Razorbacks have the lead, ten for Ellis. Arkansas by one in the overtime. Ellis weaves through the double team, gets in the lane. Runner over Edie is good. L. Ellis with a basket. He's got a dozen. Arkansas by three with 2.20 to go. Mark's going to dribble the ball out near the mid-court stripe. Ethan Morton is guarding him. Mark dribbles right side. Shot clock at six now. Mark pulls up. Foul line jumper. Good. Tremont Mark has been Mr. Clutch. Hogs by five with a minute to play in overtime. Purdue throws it in, just don't foul. Into the front court, two seconds, one second, Lawyer to the rim, blocked at the horn by Brazil. They're gonna call goaltending on the shot, so it counts, but Arkansas wins the game. And that's a quality exhibition win against a very, very good team. We have a thing that we took from the Dallas Cowboys called Mojo Moments um you know where, where we play some some music that goes along with that movie and uh we yell out a situation and then our guys have to execute so but we we got a lot of holes still certainly we we had some empty possessions that we want to try to get better
1: for
2: sure welcome in on a magnificent monday hope everybody's, everybody's doing well had a great uh, weekend Plenty to recap from over the weekend. No Razorback football, of course, but the Razorback basketball team, as you just heard, in action. And an exhibition victory over Purdue, 81-77 in overtime. Talk some football coming up, too. Of course, the Hogs back on the field this week in Gainesville. Looking for their first-ever win down there. Clint Turner will join us. We'll talk about that with him. we also got Zach Williams on a special day today. Normally have him on Tuesdays, but the Touchdown Club is actually tomorrow, and so we will get him on today. Zach's brought to you by Fence Brokers, Clint by Chris Crane Hyundai. And Pat Bradley will join us today, too. We'll get a recap of the weekend in basketball, get his thoughts on Arkansas's victory. He is brought to us by River City Flooring. So, good win for the Hogs. Again, it doesn't count officially, but um, they did a lot of good things. I was really impressed, per usual, with the defense. Length seemed to cause a lot of problems. I think they got a lot of things to clean up offensively. A lot of tough shots made. Hopefully they can find some ways to get some better looks. Well, the passing was awfully good at times as well. And, I mean, i got to imagine these guys are still trying to learn each other. So, a lot of new faces contributing. And, anyway, bottom line is they got a victory. So, that was great.
3: They got some dudes. Yeah. Uh, I talked with a lot of buddies over the weekend, and they called them dogs. I mean, they got some guys that will go after you. They can uh, step up and hit a big shot. And we saw that continuously during the Purdue game. I, I I really like this team. I, I like the guards. They're all older. They're all s- bigger, stronger, uh, physical guys. Uh, they got LLs. They can get to the basket. They got some shooters. Um, learned it's They kept calling him
4: Caliph. K- Caliph. Yeah, I wonder Calif. if Chuck's Bad right up. or not. But he's had a history of pronouncing some guys' names wrong. Well, the <laughs> TV guys said that also. They said it too? Caleb. Caliph. Almost like Caleb. But have Calif. we heard must? say his name first
3: name i think so he probably calls him like kb probably does you know
2: <laughs> caliph instead of Khalif. yeah i could see that yeah i could sure. too i
4: just never heard it yeah well,
2: but he's
3: still... a, he's a stud i mean i like these guys a lot the depth is there uh lawson the memphis transfer he is he is a uh, muscleman forward he, he is a pl- – you know, just gets after you defensively, undersized, but he rebounds. He's going he's gonna to give you everything he's got, and then you got some bonus points out of him. Uh, I, I, hey, how about Blocker? That was, to me, one of the best surprises of the game. The way he came in, performed, did not look like a freshman whatsoever. Yep. And he came in and was a contributor. That one – I was surprised, but yeah. I'll be honest.
2: Christian and I have talked about that before the show. Six points for three of four. Um, Had an assist and one turnover in his almost eight minutes of play. So, yeah, I was surprised, too. I, was, I agree with you. Um, Leaned on, you know, the starters, L. Ellis, Brazil. Uh, Chandler Lawson's another guy I guess I was not anticipating in his role, but I don't know much about him. So, anyway, three blocks for him, too. That was good to see.
4: I could see him starting at five in a small ball lineup. Mm-hmm. No, that's what, he, well, that's what he did. And it seemed like Tremont
2: Mark was involved in just about every play. So he was yeah. very active. He played th- almost 36 minutes, so that probably has something to do with it as well. 15 points, 6 boards. He could have easily had a little better day. Um, 4 of 8 from the free throw line. But 4 assists, which was co-high. 15 was co-high. And 6 rebounds was the high on the team, so he couldn't ask. Now, he was on the floor more than everybody else, but still, yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty productive day.
3: And he's a really good free throw shooter. He just had a, a bad night from the free throw line. He made the, his last two, which those were the, the biggest two of the game. Um, but you're not going to see that out of him, four from eight again this season. I promise you that.
2: Team ends up eight out of 23 from the th- uh, three-point line, 35%, so obviously more than respectable. Mm-hmm. Brazil made a couple. It was good to see him yeah. knock down shot. The first one he made was wide open. Um, back to
3: back. and Then he came back down the next position, hit one at the top of the key.
4: Um, i'll take thirty five percent from this team all day
2: i'll take thirty five percent from just by any team yeah.
4: what uh
2: what was I gonna ask you guys about oh who was it was it um mark or battle who was the guy that hit the tough shot late to force um to help force the overtime
3: mark yeah that was that was
2: freaking clutch yeah it was clutch wasn't a great shot i didn't think but it was a great that it went yeah. in he made the three it was awesome but um that's what i I'm talking about I me mean, again I think you can. And again, late game situations you kinda have to do what you gotta do. And I'm sure he felt good with it, but Mm -hmm. you know, there was a lot of one on one. So I'm hoping there'll be a little more ball movement on a regular basis. I don't want to be negative at all. It's great, great for them to win. And then, you know, like again, you saw this sloppy sort of maybe it was some jitters. The crowd was electric, so obviously for both teams it probably had a negative impact out of the gate. No doubt. But the first five minutes I was like, Have these guys ever played basketball together? I think maybe it was, rough.
3: it was either four out of the first five possessions was a turnover, or five out of the first six. And I already knew I, I didn't watch it live. Of course, we were doing the UCA basketball or football game, uh, so I went back and watched it, and I knew that they had like seventeen turnovers in the game. Mm. And I'm thinking, well, heck, here's five of them. They must have, you know, settled down after this and didn't have many turnovers after this. But it was a terrible start. I think you're exactly right. That was that was the crowd, the jitters. Uh, both teams struggled to start the game. But uh, I think that's why this was so valuable. These guys got to play a in a big-time atmosphere, and it didn't count. So they, they get to learn from that.
2: Yeah, they forced 20 turnovers and had 17. I love the way they defended against Zach Eady, who, you who know, has his moments. You can see why he was the player of the year last year. 15 points, nine boards, uh, had a couple of dunks. But he missed a couple of shots inside, too. Mm-hmm. And they didn't double him all night, which was good. And I love the way they dove in a couple of times and were able to get steals on feeds to the post as they ducked under it and ripped it away. But I thought they defended him well. Uh, I thought Makai Mitchell played well. You know, he had some good moments. He uh, the one bucket in transition. He got the. I think he, he was the one that batted it away on the other end, and then ran yeah. down the floor and they found him on the move. And it was again, not a lot of big guys can run the floor like that, yeah. catch it on the move, and finish it at the rim. So I, I like what he did too. So you know, you're you got your familiar faces, and then obviously the new contributors were key. Uh, Devo didn't do much statistically. Devo was Devo.
3: Devo flashed and had some great plays, and then Devo had just some just some headed place. three steals
2: three turnovers
3: what are you doing you know why are you why are you trying to pass it from half court to mitchell underneath the basket and For, what really what's mitchell going to do it once he catches it with a big you know with somebody on him it, it was just an ill-advised pass um, but then he had some great passes that you, you're just like wow uh who, how did he see that you know um, and then, of course, he, he missed the first half. He got two quick fouls, so he was out of the game. And then he bumped heads with Edie, and he never came back in after yeah. that.
2: Uh, I want to remind Eric Musselman live tonight, first show, 7 o'clock on The Buzz. And then Sam Pittman's back on Wednesday, of course, Razorback football at Florida, Saturday. Another early kick with a 7 o'clock pregame show from The Buzz, the Mud Connection's Hogwild Game Day show. We'll uh, join you at 7 o'clock with Trey and Baz over in Gainesville. So very early start to another broadcast. (laughs) I think I'm looking forward to this week. Obviously, Florida got handled by Georgia. We had a couple good games in the league this weekend. Uh, Mississippi State showed who they really are this weekend. We knew they were not very good, and that was proven out. And then Tennessee won a thriller at Kentucky. I watched most of that game. That was an entertaining game, and kudos to the volunteers.
3: I thought that was a... uh... Maybe my biggest surprise the way Tennessee played, but you know they run the ball. That was the key. They were able to run the ball against Kentucky. Uh, Auburn did to Mississippi State what Arkansas should have done to Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what the final was, but I I told people that that should be a twenty seven seven game, just like the Arkansas game should have been twenty seven
2: to seven, something like that.
3: And um, now you get. I guess we'll find out here in a couple hours when Arkansas and Auburn. That'll be next after Florida. What time that game kicks off? i guessing 11 o'clock on ESPN or the SEC Network, SEC Network probably.
2: Would you rather play at 11 a.m. or
3: I, I love 9 it. o'clock at night? As a fan and with our job, you know, doing UCA, I like the 11 o'clock. I can get it over.
4: Um, With the way Arkansas is this year, 11 a.m. So it's over early mm-hmm. in the day and I can move you know, on. Yeah.
3: I'm, honestly, I'm I'm almost there anyway. I'm kind of I'm more excited right now about next Monday than well, this
4: Saturday. I think yeah, almost same. everybody is. Yeah. At this point.
2: Although I don't know how much we're going to glean from an Alcorn State game, but still, it'll be it's fun. be
4: more fun to watch.
2: Well, yeah. that's the thing about this team; they're just going to be fun to watch. I think in general.
3: I go back to entertaining. That's what I like. I like mm-hmm. to be entertained. I was entertained last night rewatching the game or watching the game. Yeah. That was fun. Um, the only entertainment for me Saturday with Florida is, what are they going to do offensively? Is this team going to look any different? Are they going to show some fight, some spirit? You know, Are they going to go out there and play for Kenny Guyton and Coach Pittman? Or is it going to be the same offense that we saw the other day that looked lit- lifeless and careless? Like and they didn't have a care in the world. Were you
2: guys surprised by the line at six and a half? Shocked. Six
3: we were uh, talking Saturday night late with some a bunch of guys, and they were, we were all speculating what we thought the line would be, and they were all around 14, I said, so I think it, I I guess ten, when it came, and it came out seven and a half, and quickly went to five and a half, and now I guess it's up to six and a half this morning. Is that what it is? That's what I saw last time. Yeah, that, so it's uh, I, yeah, I was very surprised. I guess they think uh, the the Georgia game just. It's going to really impact Florida?
2: Do they have any significant injuries out of that game? I don't you know? think
3: so, no. I, I was talking, we were talking about that, and they said they didn't see anything significant in that game, injury-wise.
2: Over-under is 48 and a half.
3: That seems very high. I agree. I mean, it's two good defenses. That's one yeah. thing. They both have good defenses. Offenses, Florida's got a little better offense than Arkansas. Yeah, I would go I like under, and under. I like, I hate to say Florida, but... I mean, today I would say that I would, uh, I'd stay away from. It. I have no idea. We and yeah. we're not going to know. Practices are closed this week. There is zero media av- availability at practice. We're not going to know anything. Mm. I mean, w- except for what they tell us. But th- we're not going to know if. Tesla could decide, I'm gone, I'm out of here. You know, he may not even be at practice. We we will have zero input of what's happening. Anybody. I mean... A random thing to pull out. I know. That's why I'm just saying. Anybody could... I don't you know, think going to walk, the guys the walk away. guys are going to walk away? Tesla just... No, no, no. I don't even know where that name came from. But it could be anybody on the team that can say, you know what? I'm done. We're not going to a bowl. It's Everybody's giving up. Well, they can that, still go to a bowl, right? I'm transferring, so why not... They. Yes, they They could could technically still go to a bowl. Well, you shouldn't quit until at least after this game. I don't know why you'd walk away now. Because you know you're leaving anyway. If someone knows that they're leaving and transferring at the end of the year and it's already a done deal, I'm done.
2: Why? We see it every year. Why? Guys do that. Why do they do it? You don't quit with four games left if you're healthy.
4: Guys have done it every year. Where? Well, in Arkansas. Like who? I've seen it. Well, Greg Brooks Jr. quit like the second game of the year and went and decided remember he was going to do the the, NFL.
3: Wasn't it It's it's been a streak of captains that have done that now for like two years in a row? We're i like, not played bowl recall. games or quit Remember with the running board. back? The running back that left. Who was that?
2: I don't remember. And he was a captain.
3: Packed his stuff, packed was up his Boyd? locker room.
2: Boyd? Raheem. Yeah. With four games left.
3: I don't know if that was the magic number, but it was during the middle of the season. Huh. Packed up and left because he knew he was leaving.
2: I remember him leaving, and I was upset because he was a captain.
3: Yeah, you know, I
2: don't think anybody's walking
3: away. I, I hope not. I not I'm just
2: saying. My point is,
3: we're not going to know because yeah. there's no media availability, and I guess they're trying to keep everything under wraps. So there to be a interviews, clue. right? There
2: will be conversations. There will be interviews, yeah. yeah, so I mean, Pittman will
3: talk today at noon. I'm players sure will ask. tomorrow. Pittman Wednesday.
2: Yeah. Do we get an update on Nudie or? Uh, Rocket, have you heard anything? I guess we'll just from see what, what he says today.
3: Just what I was told, you know, from a source. Wanna, they're, not, they're not expecting them to play the rest of the year.
4: I think the guy that we were thinking about was the transfer from Arkansas State, not Gray Brooks Jr., but the oh, the cornerback. Yeah, he, that's now for the now Detroit the Lions. Lions.
2: Yeah. Yep, he quit after like the second game. He made a good decision, didn't he?
4: He did. Lions. And he let him come back and do his pro pro day here. Yeah. Lions and but Raiders. He did say tonight. he
2: regretted
3: it later on. All right, um, what else? Cowboys, gosh, how impressive were they? Your Saints win, Commanders. I gave up on them last night, yesterday, yeah, and then the next thing I know, they're in overtime. I said, like,
4: "What? What just happened?" Sorry, I'm buddy. Still giving up on them.
2: Yeah, what the you night. talk about parity in the NFL, and yesterday was a perfect example. San Francisco loses third straight game. Kansas City falls to Denver. Kansas City looked terrible. Jacksonville is six and two now. I mean, Taylor
4: Swift the, wasn't in attendance yesterday. Was yeah. not. There we go. There
2: we go. Yeah, that was ridiculous. He's over a uh, hundred
3: yards receiving wise when she's there and when he's not, it's like I 20. thought he's at ninety
2: nine without her yeah, or with it was her. And maybe around, but whatever, right at a hundred. Yeah. Um he uh yeah, all that aside, whatever. I mean, Denver's apparently maybe they're figuring something out. They've won three games now. I mean that was by far their best win, but I mean but the top of the heap is the Eagles are seven and one and there's a bunch of six and two teams or five and two teams. So I mean it's pretty wide open, I would say, at this point. San Francisco looked unbeatable four weeks ago, five weeks ago, yeah. and now all of a sudden... They beat the Cowboys yeah. like... Yeah. A drum.
3: Yes. yes. And they haven't won since. It's bizarre. They've lost three in a row. It's so weird. The NFL's crazy, man. Injuries, you know, that's a big part with, you know, Debo
2: being out and yeah. Purdy wasn't, didn't look like Well, Purdy. he had a concussion. Yeah. You know, he was he was kind of midweek, was up in the air, so... And same with Mahomes. And Mahomes then Burrow came back and played sick. well yesterday. I guess Burrow's finding back, his health.
3: Yep. Yeah. And... Typical Cincinnati. Slow start and they figure it out and then they start rolling and yesterday they looked very good.
4: Kelsey had fifty eight yesterday, by the way.
2: World Series uh game three tonight. And honestly, you guys are lucky, the Rangers are not to be down 0-2. Very lucky. So I mean, okay. Friday night heroics, that was and you're gonna crazy. send you gonna run Scherzer out there tonight to try not to go down one two. Mm-hmm.
3: Need Scherzer to be Scherzer tonight. He's had two starts. I thought he was better. Sure. Than the last time out.
2: I think everybody with two eyes was uh, thought he was better the second time mm-hmm. out for sure. Maybe he'll be better in the third time out.
3: I think they'll they'll have to have a, a I'm guessing, a longer leash with him tonight because of, you know, the bullpen and the extra innings games and then a shorter start yesterday or Saturday Fair. night. Yeah. So they need to get they need to get 5-6 innings out of him tonight. That would be uh, ideal. Well, look, the Arizona pitcher that's going tonight, uh he was He's been lights out in the playoffs. They've got a definite advantage right now unless the Scherzer that we all know shows up tonight. And they got to hit the ball. But their pitcher last Saturday night was just nasty. He, he was outstanding.
2: We'll do game balls and jockstraps coming up a little bit later. Um, mm, yep. Go World Series. We're going to join in progress tonight on The Buzz after Ray Tucker's show, which is after Coach Musselman's show. And then we'll have Monday Night Football over on Buzz 2 after the Nathan Brown show tonight. Bears lost a uh, disappointing game over the weekend at home to Tarleton State. And now, I mean, virtually in a situation where they've got to win out with three games left. Arkansas State goes on the road and gets oh. a win. They've gotten to, what are they, 4 and 4 now in the season? That was nice to go to Monroe. And, and take Monroe's care of not business. great, but they no. were an underdog still, and they won convincingly. Yeah. So good for them. They're back home this week against uh, Louisiana, I believe. Mm-hmm. You're right. So the other Louisiana school. 10:25. We'll take a break. Clint Sterner coming up in a second. We'll get his thoughts on uh, Arkansas. See what his thoughts are on that line at
3: 6.5. Guanty Chevrolet right now is ready to make some deals with you. The 2024s are arriving daily, so they want to get rid of all the twenty twenty-three. So they have some incentives to entice you to come out to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, like down payment assistance. You got an old phone, bag phone, flip phone going to give you some nice cash for down payment assistance right there plus still got zero percent financing on the silverados great finance rates on the silver or on the uh equinox and they've got a great selection of previously owned vehicles so, Really, you don't want a new car, but you want a previously-owned vehicle, buy just a little tighter. they got some out there that they'll sell you, and the payment will be less than $300 a month. And they're looking for quality cars, trucks, SUVs. They're still paying top dollars for those vehicles to trade in. So see what they can do for you. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at the inventory, all the deals, and then go visit our friends at Guatney Chevrolet.
5: The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane, Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas
1: Scholarship Lottery. Sports Center. Three of the four Arkansas Division I football teams were in action this weekend. The Arkansas Razorbacks were the one team that did not play. They'll be back in action next week 11 a.m. on 103.7 The Buzz but they take on the Florida Gators in Gainesville. This weekend, UCA came up just short against Tarleton State, 25-23. The Bears are now 5-3 and overall, 2-1 in the conference. Arkansas State was able to get a 34-24 win over UL Monroe on the road this this weekend, Jalen Rayner threw for two hundred and ninety-eight yards and a touchdown. He also ran for a touchdown as well. Zach Wallace carried the ball eighteen times for 118 yards and two scores. The Red Wolves are four-and-four, two-and-two in the Sun Belt Conference. And finally, Arkansas Pine Bluff fell against Jackson State, 40-14 at home. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Ball is Radio Network. Join the Zone Wednesday live from the campus of Washhaw Baptist University for the second annual OBU
4: High School Sports Media Conference, presented by Barry and Turnage Wall firm.
6: After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has
4: gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning?
1: <laughs> with a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Hellman, Little Rock, or Bo Beavis in Cabot. If
4: you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is... Is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy visit heartlandrehabcenter.com you can call heartland home
1: college sports
4: and parker cadillac that's a winning combination i'm rachel parker harding with parker cadillac make a grand entrance on game day in a 2024 cadillac xt4 or xt5 or load up your family and friends in the third row xt6 tops in quality and reliability among mid-sized premium SUVs with eye-catching sport trim packages available. Shop now for exceptional savings. Visit parker-cadillac.com.
1: Court TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on one hundred three seven The Buzz.
0: If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akre and Wes Moore.
2: 30. Chiefs go down in Denver this week. It was a topsy-turvy, wild weekend in the NFL. Let me get Rebecca in here real quick, and then we'll join Clint Sterner, brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Rebecca, welcome.
6: When it started in the first quarter, I told my husband, I said, we're going to lose this game. There is no way Sean Payton was going to let his team lose to us within two weeks, twice within two weeks' time. So I, I just we deserved it. Props to Denver. Uh, um, they played a good game. My team sucked. I think they were caught looking forward to next week's game. I hope they learned their lesson. I know everybody's saying, oh, it's because Taylor wasn't there. No, I don't believe in that crap, but we sucked. We absolutely sucked yesterday. So props to Denver. Props to the Denver fans. Wes, props to your baseball team. got right, guys. They played well. I mean, I'll be rooting for them tonight. I've always told you I thought they got screwed in 2011. So I hope they can pull it off. Although I will say Arizona's team is fun to watch. They kind of remind me of the Royals because they they don't rely on power hitters so much. They just get on base and advance the runner and kind of play small ball just like we did when we made our World Series run. So that's all I wanted to say. Y'all have a good day. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Rebecca. if I compare the Diamondbacks to the Royals. but They're okay. fun to
0: watch. Sure. Go with that. Sterner, play action. Looking, pumps. Throws down the middle. Touchdown! Arkansas! Oh, nice! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws. Puts. Emmanuel Swift with the to tackle. Touchdown, Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or... Check out Chris Crane com. Play fake. Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Off to a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb. Force
2: the info. Cuts down. Well, Clint, it's nice to talk to you on a Monday when the Hogs are not coming off a loss. How are you?
5: Man, I'm doing well, fellas. I mean, whether it's a loss or not, this year's been a rough one on on uh on your boy here, man. I, I try to I try to keep it real every time we we uh we get together, man, and, and even in some of the games that they, they've won, it's it's been um it's been a little bit of a, a head spin in terms of what they were trying to get accomplished. So I, I uh I apologize to the people, man. It's been a rough one so far.
2: Yeah, it was a weird weekend. We were just talking about the NFL too and uh I mean I hate to bring it up, but the texans fall to the panthers and give carolina their first win of the year it was a last second field goal i guess they were able to pull it off but uh, that's the first time they won a game they didn't even cover a game all year let alone win
5: one but anyway
2: it was uh, it was a weird weekend yeah, we were just talking uh, hey, about kansas city i mean it was a crazy week in the nfl
5: big shout out to rebecca what a call man i heard the whole thing that <laughs> was that was uh, very 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 well done um I, the you know the, the crazy thing is, is 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 I feel like every time I come on come on with you guys and, and we get to talk in quarterback play I'm really passionate about something and, and whoever I'm passionate about absolutely proves me wrong if I'm negative about somebody Jaden Daniels is out there having a Heisman year and I thought he was going to fall off and C J Stroud I made him out to be the best in the last 25 years and then then our uh, our loyal Buzz listeners maybe tuned in and let me see what old Sterners talking about and boy it wasn't nowhere near what what I sold but um. Anyway, what we got this week, boys?
2: Let's <laughs> <laughs> turn the page, huh? Uh, did yeah. you did you watch in the Florida Georgia game?
5: I did not. I, I didn't catch. I didn't catch any of that Florida Georgia game at, at all this week. Uh, my intentions were to, to take a peek at what uh, Arkansas was up against, but uh, I have seen them a couple of times this year. And as we discussed, I guess it was last Friday. It's just not the typically Arkansas going into a game with one of about five, five or six teams in the SEC, boy, you're really, you're really playing uphill. And what I've seen from Florida this year, I, I just don't, I, I don't view Florida through that lens mm-hmm. um, of powerhouses in the SEC. And, and, and what that means for Arkansas is I feel like Arkansas is going to, going to at least be, have a good matchup from a personnel perspective. I, I don't think they're going to be outmatched physically um by by Florida. So we'll we'll see we'll see how it unfolds. But but if they if they lose and if, if they get beat up, it's not gonna be because Florida is is one of those Georgia, Alabama, you know, type LSU type teams where they just have better guys.
2: Beck threw for over three hundred yards for Georgia in the win without Bowers and hopefully KJ can have some success. Again, so many unknowns. Wes was talking about close practices this week, so we really won't even get a look at the team to get kind of an update and her feel for personnel, see what they're trying to do, if anything different. And, of course, you can't really get a great feel for it anyway, but nevertheless, you can't get any feel for it in this case. What do you want to see from the offense? If you're attacking Florida and you're Arkansas and you're, you're kind of basically turning the page of this sort of new concept, what uh, what do you want to see?
5: Well, look, I mean, I, I just want to see whatever it is you decide to do. I, I want to see good, clean execution. I mean, what we've witnessed, you know, this year from the offense, and it just continues to get worse, guys. And it's not necessarily the, the losing obviously is, is if they were winning, it would it would cover a lot of it. But you know, if, if they, they just have not been able to do the simple things well. I mean, we talked about it over the last two weeks. Receivers. I mean, it doesn't get any easier than running a double hitch concept where two receivers to one side run five yards, stop, and look at the quarterback, and the, the key there is just to keep spacing. And, and the last game we watched those guys stepped on top of each other. And, and so there's no way KJ's going to be able to do his job if that's going on. Um, and so I, I really just want to see good, clean execution. I mean, it's, it's not hard. I mean, it, it's difficult for you and I and Wes to sit here and, and really drill down to the specifics. But if you're Coach Pittman and you've got access to all the film, you know, you've watched K.J. play over three, four years now, you know exactly what he can and can't do. It's not hard to pare this thing down. And, and say okay here's the here's a handful of things that he's done really really good over his time as a razorback quarterback <clears throat> and I don't care whose system it was in every system has the ability to to run every concept now what's your identity what do you choose to practice what do you what do you choose to hang your hat on that that is a little bit different system to system but every system has very similar similar uh, aspects and so, take what KJ does well first and foremost and 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 don't do anything outside of that. And if you get beat doing that guys, then you get beat. But but you, you can't continue to get beat with with receivers not knowing what the hell to do and and asking your quarterback to do too much before the ball's ever snapped. It's just it's it's not that difficult when you got when you've got tape on a guy that that uh, has been as productive as KJ has been before. So simplify things. Uh, I know that I know we've talked about that week in week out, but simplify things and start with your quarterback. If he plays fast, then the offense plays fast.
3: Clint, give me some numbers when you're talking about and they're talking about simplifying things, <clears throat> cutting down on the number of plays. What are they going to front, and, and where were they?
5: Well, I don't know where they were, Wes. I, I can't speak for where they were because I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't have access. I, I know there's a lot of. There was a lot of talk about they were practicing things that never made it into the game plan or, or into the game in terms of being being uh, you know called, which tells me you're wasting a significant amount of time. Um, and then you look at what you know what exactly they were doing. Again, I'm I'm not knocking Dan Enos, by the way. I I know I know he got fired, and I mean his system is a, is has proven to be a good system with the right pieces. But when you're going in there and, and you're square peg round hole in KJ Jefferson and Dan Enos, and you're practicing a bunch of things that you don't ever even call in a game, then, then you and I, it doesn't take a damn rocket science, just you and I from the outside can, can know that hey, they're, they're wasting a ton of time. So I'm going to tell you this. There is, there is it is a, a very common thing across all of football, in college and pro football, to, to make things tenfold more difficult than they, than they really are um and, and when it when I look at what an offense needs to do i mean i i think you have you have four or five quick game concepts you have four or five screen game concepts that you really believe in i I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example wes of what they did that i think is in my mind is absolutely crazy do you remember do you remember the the little swing screen, bubble screen to the left to, to Satania you towards the sideline, and he got he got lit up out there. I think for a one or two yard loss, mm-hmm. right? It, it was it was an RPO right slow slow mess with the running back. The quarterback pulls it off and throws the bubble screen to the left, right? KJ Jefferson mechanically, physically, does not run the RPO game well. Uh, he gets away with it because he's such a good athlete and it's effective sometimes, but he doesn't run that RPO game well. That screen was was roughly an RPO. K.J. Jefferson doesn't have the, the arm talent and, and the ability to pull off of a, a play action and throw a screen all the way to the sideline. So if I'm coaching, coaching K.J. Jefferson, I'm not abandoning the quick game and abandoning the screen game, right? My screen game is going to consist of receivers coming towards me if I'm the quarterback. It's like rocket screens coming towards me or inside screens to my tight ends and my running backs. I'm, I'm not going to try to pull a ball off of a play action and throw it 30 yards towards the sideline and expect my wide receivers to hold their blocks long enough. Like that, that is, and that's just a, a small example of of what can't happen. So Wes, you give me three, four, five really good screens that you feel good about. Three or four or five really good quick games, uh, you know, concepts that you that you feel good about, and then you get into your mid-range game where you may have 10 total plays. And and three or four of them are your third down concept. This is what we're going to do on third down, and we're going to stick to these these three or four right here. I mean, you can pare this thing down significantly uh, and and really simplify it for K.J. Now, guys, if Florida counter punches and, and they, they end up beating you, then so be it. But the, you're losing before the ball's ever snapped right now with K.J. Jefferson and what you're asking him to do. Mm-hmm.
3: If you pare it down, does that also help to your offensive line?
5: Absolutely. It helps your offensive line. It helps your running backs. I mean, think about it. I mean, your are running back. There's so many protections. And I don't even know how many protections there are in this, in, in this in Danny Nose's offense. But, but I, I know that there's so many that, that your best running back this year who has been DeBinion, I think his, his performance against LSU and a couple of other games where, where he kind of, he, he really was the guy that took the lead and, and, and was a, a weapon offensively. You know, we've seen that kid play well before. Um, there's so many protections in this game plan that he doesn't know that, that to pick up a simple stand linebacker or a safety coming he he, and he's, he runs by him and then retraces and tries to pick him up so it's confusion it's not it's not necessarily you know the guy just can't play it's confusion so you pare down those those protections and that, that's simple too like your quick game protection Wes. you got a, you got a, a man protection and you got a slide protection the slide, you can go left or right, so that's two different protections, and your, and your man is, is just straight up O-line on defensive lineman and the Mike linebacker, and you play football, right? Those are th- that's three protections. You go to your mid-range game, you got three or four protections there, too. You can pare this thing down and, and allow these guys to play fast, and, hey, if, if they bring an extra body and that guy's not accounted for and K.J. Jefferson doesn't see it, and then on the flip side of that, if K.J. Jefferson doesn't have the ability to make that one guy miss, then, hey, you got to tip your cap and move on.
3: Clint, they're not going to allow any media access to practice this week. And normally, the media gets in for like 15 minutes a day. Why do you think that is? What are they? It, not that they're trying to hide something, but what is it they don't want to show?
5: That's, that's well. I, I think it's exactly what we're talking about. I, I do think they're trying to hide something. I, I do think very rarely do I think there's a competitive advantage in in not allowing media to your to your practices. Um, and and th- but this is not one of. Them. I, I believe there is, is definitely an advantage going into this ballgame against Florida of what Kenny Guyton's going to do offensively. Nobody knows. There's no there's no film that's been able to leak to this point in training camp. There's no there's no scrimmage film that's leaked. There's no previous six games, seven games, however many games they play, eight games. There, there's no previous there's no previous film to leak. So I, I absolutely do believe that there is a, a competitive advantage uh, to to be gained for Arkansas going into this game of, of Florida just doesn't doesn't know what to expect. Is it going to be more of the same? Or does Kenny Guyton switch this thing up? And, and does he come? Are they planning on coming out and playing? You know, a lot of eleven personnel or ten personnel. Is it going to be a screen heavy, uh, quick game heavy? Is it? Are they going to going to do a lot of lot more quarterback run this year, this, this week? Now, and I think the numbers have been skewed again. Just for clarity, the numbers have been skewed in terms of how you how they use KJ Jefferson in the run game. I can't tell you. I, I bet it's I bet it's upwards of forty percent of K J Jefferson's runs that have been on third and eight or third and nine or third and goal from the seven. Like it's almost been used to be set to set up a, a, a fourth down attempt, if you will. Um so I think that's been skewed a little bit in, in terms of uh just the, the stats if you just look at the box score. So yeah, I, I think I think it's I think it's, it's smart on on um, on Sam Pittman's part. Plus, hey look, let's be honest. When when it right now, most times when a coach is getting heat the way Sam is getting heat, he doesn't have the ability to close the practice because there's no reason to. Right now Sam Pittman's getting a lot of heat, these players are getting a lot of heat, and he has he has a legit reason to close practice and protect himself and protect the players, so it makes sense.
2: Tyron Clinton Certain on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotlines brought to you by our friends. At Motorsports, or excuse me, Chris Crane Hyundai. Still getting used to the the new sponsor. Uh, Last thing I had, Clint, we'll talk more about the game on Friday, of course. But defensively, what do you anticipate for Arkansas? You know, Mertz is a guy that has played exceptionally well that nobody's talking about. He had 400 yards a couple of weeks ago in a win. He was very efficient against Georgia, even though it wasn't nearly enough in in a blowout loss. But this guy's throwing for 76%, 14 touchdowns, two picks. Uh, over 2,000 yards. I mean, he's had a really good season. He's a guy that nobody's talking about, though. What do you expect Arkansas to try to do to shut him down or slow him down at least?
5: Well, I, I think it's more of the same. He, he, is, he is a very efficient quarterback is kind of how I'd put it. And, and um, you know, they, they did a good job of bringing him out of the transfer portal. Um, and, and, but I, I think Arkansas does more of the same. I, I think it i think it is, you know, make him continue to be efficient, make them drive to beaches, suffocate him, if, if, if you will. You know, I mean, at, at, at in times. I think that's what Arkansas has the ability to do this year. That I think, uh, uh, you know, in the past we haven't seen many defenses be able to do is, hey, man, if, if the game gets tight and if, if, if this kid does prove that he'll he'll take the check down and he's not going to force balls into coverage, well, then now they got the personnel to, to, to bring the safeties down and and really choke these guys out. Now you risk giving up the big play, and Florida does have athletes, um, but but there's. There's just they can play Justin. I think again, what's unique about this defense to me is they can they can play uh, quote unquote just for lack of better terms a, a a a bend don't break, and then they can also say okay it's time boys we got to we got to tighten down the, the, the screws here on them and, and make it difficult and make them make a, a low percentage throw over the top uh, to beat us. They have the ability to do it all. I, if I'm if I'm Arkansas man, I, I don't change one thing. I keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defensive front has been able to get home. Uh, a lot this year and and, and and cause problems in the backfield. The secondary has the ability, they're big, they're long, they have the ability to get physical to line of scrimmage. Um, I love what this defense brings to the table and, and the ability to be multiple is to me what has allowed them to be successful.
3: So what did happen to the Texans yesterday? Hmm.
5: Wow, man, I'll tell you what, what we're on today is what well, you listen to the head coach last night, um, D'Amico runs. He mentioned it multiple times in the post-game presser where his team has to learn to handle success. You know, it's three and three. You're you're uh, a lot better than most people thought you would be, and, and apparently the team didn't handle success the way that he wanted them to handle it. But, but I, I think it's it's um you know they did they did a lot of trying to protect their their quarterback. Um, they they have him trained to get the football out really early. Defenses can put two two safeties on the roof, and, and he just immediately checks the football down. And and in the NFL, you know, there's only so much you can do uh, when that's the case. And so I, I think they they didn't take enough shots offensively. They didn't trust their quarterback. They didn't trust their offensive line to take those shots. And uh, the offense couldn't run the football. They hadn't been able to run the football all year long. I don't. That's the biggest question down here: Do they just abandon the run and let C.J. Stroud throw the ball around the park moving forward the rest of the season, or do they continue to beat their head against the? We're going to establish the run the, the run wall, if you will. So. Uh, not being able to run the ball, conservative play calling, made it a tight ball game, and and uh, and Carolina got the ball last and kicked the field goal to win it, man. It was an ugly one. It was a tough watch, no doubt.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we will talk Friday, Clint. Get a little more insight into Florida, look at that matchup, and then uh, talk about some other games around the league this week. Alabama LSUs this week. Yeah. So It'll
5: be fun, I got think. Some big, got some big games, it man. Is. I need to be in mind. look good, Wes. Come on.
3: S- say again? Cowboys look good. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Cowboys look good. Oh, Offense, defense, special teams, they were clicking in all three phases.
2: Everything was coming. They have a guy that's got three pick sixes this year? Yeah. I was watching the Saints game yesterday, Clint, at a bar locally, and on the TV next to it was the Cowboys game. And every time I looked up, the Cowboys either had the ball or were literally in the end zone. I was like, are they even <laughs> giving any possessions to to the Rams? I mean, it was like the Rams never even had the ball. It's hard, it's hard to win like that.
3: The Rams are head-scratcher, man, because they run the ball well. I like their running back. He attacks. They got two good wide wide receivers and mm-hmm. Stafford.
2: I, I was I was very surprised. But you guys played a great game. They did. Yeah. Anyway,
5: Clint, we'll talk Friday. All right, boys. Y'all be good, man. Go home.
2: Thank you, buddy. Clint Sterner, thanks to Motorsports Authority, 1049. We're back in a sec. Bein
0: down in the
6: The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen.
5: There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because our Kansas like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them.
6: Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app.
3: Gambling problem? Call 800 522 4700.
5: What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick, it's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing Stubborn weight gain And or loss of muscle mass It's on you fellas Go to LowChiefCenter.com now To book your appointment Low-G Center, Reinventing Men's Health Care What's holding you back From learning the language You've always wanted to know
1: Too hard
6: Takes too long
1: Not with Babbel Babbel's lessons Take just 15 minutes a day
6: 15 minutes isn't long
1: Nope And they're fun So you don't realize You're learning a language But you are In three weeks You're able to start Having conversations And Babbel's lessons Are built around real life and with Babbel, it isn't hard, it's,
4: it's
0: perfect. perfect.
1: Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com.
0: Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smogs and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again.
1: Use as directed. did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you.
3: Tune in each Friday for the Birch Tree Community's High School Football Game of the Week with R.J. Hawk, Kyle Sutherland, and Josh Neighbors. Birch Tree Communities, a place called home. For more information, visit
0: birchtree.org. It's hard being the number one midday sports talk show in Arkansas.
1: What
5: can you expect when you're on top, you know? It's like Napoleon, when he was the king.
1: You know, people were just constantly trying to conquer him, you know, in the Roman Empire. So it's...
5: The history repeating itself all
0: over again. Let's see if Justin Grey and Westmore can keep living up to the lofty expectations on the zone. Away on the crest of a wave. It's like man It's
2: some Master Record Live fan feedback and some Southern Structural Solutions text offerings here in this final segment. It's 10.53. Welcome back. And next hour, going to be a busy one. We've got Pat Bradley Zach Williams going to join us as well, see how he spent his off weekend. And then we've got the Big O Tires red-white report as well. Talk a little more hoops and hear more from Coach Musselman on Arkansas's win over Purdue. That doesn't actually count, but feels pretty good anyway. Bill says on Asher Record Life and feedback, Chiefs fans will tell you Mahomes was deathly ill with the flu. That's their story at least. Also, Wes, you're thinking of the two examples in the last four years of a guy leaving with games to play. That won't happen in some significant way. Hope it's not a mass exodus. I wouldn't expect anything like that. Billy says, uh, shout-out to the Broncos, ending the streak against the Chiefs. What was it, 15 games? Yeah. 16. 16, because they lost 30 once this year? Yeah. You know she's going to call in, Justin. She called the early show. Well, there you go. You already got your Rebecca time. You're welcome.
3: So here's the real question from the 501 about the Cowboys game. What was the over-under of Cowboys fans cussing up a storm on the first few plays when Dak got sacked? I can tell you the uh, there was one in the car driving back from church listening on the on the bus thank you for having that on gosh I was I was like are you kidding me that's how we're gonna start this game but the left tackle was out for the Cowboys Tyron Smith uh, neck and I had some a reoccurring issue with him and uh, he, he aggravated it Thursday in practice was a late scratch had a tackle in not played and he gave up a sack on the first second play of the game And then they got sacked the next play, but thankfully the Rams had a holding call on the defense, and the Cowboys got to uh, get an automatic first down, extended the drive, went all the way down and scored, and then it was on from there.
2: Did you guys watch the Florida State game this weekend? I just saw highlights. Uh, I watched quite a bit of it just because it was early and, you know, root for Norvell. Um, It was like a home game. Yeah, they were at Wake Forest. It was 41-16 was the final. It sounded like a freaking home game. I don't know how many fans from Wake Forest were there. But not many. Wake's Hmm. not
4: very good
2: this year, are they? No. Anyway, sorry. Carry on.
3: All right. Uh, Jerry Jacobs was the name we were trying to come up with, the cornerback that is now with the Detroit Lions that left early. Um, Heard you guys – let me get here. The 501 says, heard you guys talking about potentially – Guys quitting the football team. And look, I don't know. I'm, I just said that because we don't have access to practice. We don't know what's going on. That's the only reason I said it. I don't know of anyone quitting. I don't want to make this a, a topic. Um, go back to when they were. Here's why they shouldn't quit. Go back to when they were seven or eight years old playing peewee football. At that time, they weren't very good, not getting to play. They wanted to quit. The parents would not let them quit. The parents taught them, you finish what you start. That's why they will finish the season with the Razorbacks no matter what happens.
1: I (laughs)
2: only hope my eyeballs don't roll out of my head, but thanks for the offering. That's whatever. What else you got? got Anything else that's uh, anything sensical?
3: Uh, uh, Someone from the 511 wants to know if Rebecca's gone.
2: Yeah, Rebecca's. she's, She's called. She's done.
4: Well, I think she's still alive. She's not, like, gone from this earthly I drain. hope not.
2: <laughs> I mean, she's fine. <laughs>
4: she's
2: here. Uh, speaking of people gone, the Matthew Perry news was disappointing this weekend. I also did not realize how young he was.
4: It's like, 53,
2: 52? I think? 53, yeah. I mean, it's young to me. I think it's young. I thought he was way older than that, yeah, considering... Was on TV
4: nearly 30 years ago. I
2: read his book. I finished it, like, a, two months ago, probably. Just sad, man. A guy that is... I mean, you catch a break. You're talking lightning in a bottle... That that role could have gone to a lot of people. He was phenomenal in it as Chandler, obviously. And then he had... I mean, if you look at the other guys, and I don't know what else Schwimmer's done. Schwimmer
4: was in Band of Brothers. Okay. Besides that. But he for the most some part... Movies, some kind of cheesy,
2: corny movies. But for the most part, I would say that, that he was the most... Perry was the most successful of the guys the men, yeah. from Friends. Um. Anyway, it just sucks. And I, I don't know exactly what happened, but apparently he'd found some solace in playing pickleball, of all things, hmm. to kind of keep his mind busy, played a couple hours apparently the day of his death, and I don't know if he had a cardiac arrest or what, but obviously he put a lot of miles on that body in 53 years. There are I no told...
3: details of the death?
2: We don't know anything more than that. Uh, they found some non, um, like, not some prescription drugs like, you know, and, uh, antidepressants, things like that. He had, he had COPD too, he was a smoker, and he had some medicine for that, but they didn't find anything that looked odd or whatever, so no reason to believe that there was anything weird other than, again... You know, you have a, a long day. You sit in a hot tub. I don't know if he had a cardiac arrest or what, but he um, it didn't look like there was anything weird. Anyway, sad deal. Hate that. We're going to hit a break because it's here. Next hour, busy. Mm-hmm. Stay with us. Talking some hoops, talking some football, and whatever else you want to get into. Game balls and jock jockstraps next hour as well. Six six one one zero three seven. We also were giving away... Chris Stapleton tickets during birthday trivia all week long. So if you want to go see Chris and or Grace Potter, better get locked in in the noon hour.
4: If you can commit to a concert that is in September, I think, of next year. August, yes. August of next year,
2: then yes. If they're free, I can definitely commit. I don't know if I want to put my hard-earned money down. Or my money. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a show for sure. 1058, we're back in a sec.
6: Real estate issue? Business or civil dispute? Hire the lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride